Welcome to Treasures of Truth, a daily broadcast Monday through Friday where we encourage you to listen in wherever you're at and hear the Word of God and the truth preached. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho. This week, we're airing a message entitled, Hard Things to Understand. If you would like to hear this message again or any other message from Treasure Valley Baptist Church, please stay tuned until the end of today's program for more information. And now your host, Pastor Rick DeMichael. You know what? This current dispensation when it comes to salvation is characterized by grace. It is characterized by grace. The worst sinner, and Paul said, I'm the chiefest of sinner. I'm the pattern. Paul hated Christians to the point where he approved of their torture. He approved of their murder. And he was zealous in promoting those things. And he becomes a trophy of God's grace, and he ends up preaching Christ. Now, now is that grace or what? And, and so, folks, it, 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 and you look at here in verse 3, how that by uh, uh, revelation, he made known unto me there the mystery. There's that word again. As I wrote a four and a few words, whereby when you read, you may understand my knowledge in the mystery of Christ. Verse 5, which in other ages was not made known unto the sons of men. And by the way, that's what a mystery is, something previously unrevealed, and now it's revealed. He says it is now revealed unto his holy apostles and prophets by the Spirit that the Gentiles should be fellow heirs and of the same body and partakers of his promise in Christ by the gospel. We were outside. We were referred to as dogs, Gentile dogs, but now we're we're, we're part and parcel. We're part and parcel with the Jew in this body, in Christ. Look at Colossians chapter 1. Colossians chapter 1. I, I know this isn't swing from the rafters stuff. Uh, I, I, I get it. And, and I get it that it doesn't tickle your funny bone. And I, and I get it that it's not very entertaining. And I get it that uh, we're making you think on a Sunday morning. Ah. Uh, I've been thinking all week. I've been working all week, and I got my brain to relax a little bit on Saturday, and now you're making it work again. But it's going to help you as you read your Bible. It's going to help you. It's going to keep you from falling into error in the name of Christianity. Do you want to know what a lot of error within Christianity is? It's, it's just someone stealing someone else's mail. That's all it is. You just need to understand whose mail you're reading. And when you're reading your own mail and when you're reading someone else's mail. It's really that simple in, in, in a lot of ways. Look at Colossians chapter 1 and look at verse 25. Look at verse 25. Here's the third reference uh, found in Scripture. He says, whereof I am made a minister according to, there's that word again, the dispensation of God which is given to me for you to fulfill the word of God. God God gave Paul some things that were mysteries to fulfill the word of God, to complete it. Uh, important information. Even the mystery which hath been hid from ages and from generations, but now is made manifest to his saints. Verse 27, to whom God would make known what is the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Christ in you. 
Christ in you, the hope of glory. Paul says, whom we preach, verse 28, warning every man and teaching every man in all wisdom that we may present every man perfect in Christ Jesus. There's that word again, and the idea is the complete Christian. The complete Christian. So our understanding of this causes us to be complete. And then one more, 1 Corinthians chapter 9. 1 Corinthians chapter 9. And 1 Corinthians chapter 9. And verse 16, he says, For though I preach the gospel, I have nothing to glory of. For necessity is laid upon me. Woe, or yea, woe is unto me if I preach not the gospel. Why does he say all that? Verse 17, For if I do this thing willingly, I have reward. But if against my will a dispensation of the gospel is committed unto me. Paul sometimes referred to the gospel as my gospel. My God. The word gospel just means good news. It means good news. But do you realize, and we'll get to this, and we probably won't do it today, but we'll get to this. The, the apostles, when Christ first sent them out in Matthew chapter 10, they weren't, they weren't preaching the death, burial, and resurrection. How many of you understand that? They, they were, they were preaching, hey, the king is here. Get over to John the Baptist and, and get the baptism of repentance and get yourself right, Jews, so the king can get on his throne and we can have a kingdom when Israel is the chiefest of nations. That was a gospel. It was good news. That's not what you and I are preaching. You know what we're preaching? We're preaching the gospel that Paul preached, the gospel of the death and burial and resurrection of Jesus Christ. The gospel of salvation from sin and, and being born again into the kingdom of God, a, a spiritual kingdom that's not meat and drink, Paul said, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. That even though we live in a world filled with turmoil and there's, there's no great kingdom here yet, we can walk through this world with a kingdom in our hearts. Being part of a spiritual kingdom, brethren in Jesus Christ, with Jesus Christ as our big brother, as a captain of our salvation. First Corinthians chapter nine, verse 16. For though I preach the gospel, I have nothing to glory of, for necessity is laid upon me. Yea, woe is unto me if I preach not the gospel. For if I do this thing willingly, I have a reward. But if against my will, a dispensation of the gospel is committed unto me. He said, what is my reward then? Verily that when I preach the gospel, I may make the gospel of Christ without charge and that I abuse not my power in the gospel. It's an important key to understanding the Bible. And by the way, everybody that professes Christ, that professes any involvement with the Bible is a dispensationalist, whether they believe it or not. I've had people deny that they're dispensationalists, and I'll say, okay, all right, well, let's, let's try something here. I said, uh, you know what? I think we need to really be careful today that we don't go anywhere near that tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And a guy, well, that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Well, of course it's ridiculous because we're not there. So I'd say, would you agree we're not in the garden? We're not in a period of innocence. Yeah, I would agree. Okay, then we have two dispensations, that one and whatever we're doing now. And then I'll say, hey, 
Did you bring your animal sacrifice today to the high priest? I'm bringing my dog. I'm sick and tired of him. I'm getting rid of him. <laughs> Something silly like that. And well, of course we don't do that because Jesus died on the cross and that's all over with. Okay, fine. So we got three dispensations, the garden and the period of the law and whatever we're doing now. And by the way, what are we doing now? Well, you believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you become part of the church. Okay, so there's a third one. And are there any more coming? Well, yeah, there's going to be the tribulation. And then there's going to be the millennial reign of Jesus Christ for a thousand years. And then we talked about that ages of the ages where all things become one in Christ, whatever that means. And, and, and I subscribed to seven of them, but by the time we were done, I got him to subscribe to nine. <laughs> I said, man, you're not only a dispensationalist, you're a hyper dispensationalist. Yeah. We're told to rightly divide the word of truth. Hey, here's a good question. How come we're not going to have a healing service tonight? Ever wonder about that? How come, how come we don't profess to have apostolic healing? I don't have time to go into it, but is, is there healing in the Bible? Do we pray for it when somebody's sick? Do we just pray for this brother here? Are we praying for others that have COVID? But why don't we subscribe to the idea that say, Brother Doty, see, I, I, we put him on staff because he had that gift of healing. Now he refuses to use it on me. I don't know why, but he could just lay hands on you. But is that in the Bible? Did the apostles have that? Well, how come we're not doing it? There must be a reason here. And understanding that reason helps us sort it out. And by the way, all that stuff is coming back again someday. That has to do with the kingdom. It has to do with the kingdom. When the king is here, see, they had those gifts because the king was around. That was proof that Jesus was that king. He was that Messiah. And he's coming back again someday. And man, we've studied the millennium. And I'll tell you what, uh, that ex uh, the millennium, that excites me. The way things are going to be, uh, there's not going to be any political turmoil. Jesus Christ is going to be running the world. He doesn't care about Democrats. He doesn't care what the Republicans have to say. He doesn't care who's woke or who's asleep or anything in between. He is going to be a benevolent monarch. And where there's a word of the king, the Bible says, there is power. He's going to be running the world. Won't that be wonderful? Looking forward to it, folks. If you don't know Christ as your personal Savior, get in on it by bowing to Him in repentance and saying, Lord, I know I'm a sinner, and I need you as my Savior. And believing He died on the cross for your sins, He was buried and rose again the third day on your behalf. And the Bible says, Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Let's bow for a word of prayer. We want to thank you for joining us today for Treasures of Truth, and it is our hope and prayer that today's program was truly a blessing to you. You've been listening to a message entitled, Hard Things to Understand, by Pastor Rick DeMichael. As we heard in today's message, the Bible is first profitable in doctrine, and should be rightly divided as it says in 2 Timothy 2.15, Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. If you are listening here today and you are not saved or are unsure about your salvation, 
that I encourage you to contact the offices of Treasure Valley Baptist Church at 208-888-4545. That's 208-888-4545. As mentioned at the beginning of this broadcast, if you would like to hear this or any other message from Treasure Valley Baptist Church, please feel free to visit our website at tvbc.org for more information or find us on YouTube and Facebook. We also have a bookstore that is open to the public on Tuesdays from 10.30 to 4.30 and Wednesdays from 8.30 to 4.30. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho, and we would love for you to come and join us for our weekly services. They begin with Sunday school at 9.30 a.m., followed by the morning service at 10.45, a Sunday evening service at 5.45 p.m., and our midweek service on Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Our services have nurseries available for young children, as well as interactive and exciting programs for all ages, including junior high, high school, and even college age groups. We hope to see you soon at Treasure Valley Baptist Church, and may God bless you today.